Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Knock that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. They're called the Couch Potatoes, Brett McGarry and Jeff Braun from CJOB Radio in Winnipeg on the Chorus Radio Network, hosts of that terrific critical review show, which disassembles the best and the worst of TV, film, and online entertainment. What are the boys up to? And what should we be watching and thinking about and maybe ignoring in 2019? We had a good yak. I've been chasing this guy for three months. I've got him dead to rights. Fingerprints, witnesses, it's in the bag. So I'm just going to grab a healthy breakfast. Are those gummy bears wrapped in a fruit roll-up? Breakfast burrito, but yeah. I pity your dentist. Ah, joke's on you. I don't have a dentist. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which I haven't seen yet because the only cop show I remember is Hill Street Blues. Who's laughing there? Who who finds that amusing? (laughs) How long ago is that, Roy? Oh, 100 years. (laughs) Eighty <laughs> percent of all TV shows are cop shows, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that was when they drove <laughs> those square cruisers <laughs> with one big trouble bubble in the middle of the roof. <laughs> Is that the one where they came out from under, like the underground parkade, and they had to go up That's that really one. awkward? That's okay, the one. Yeah. Be careful yeah. out there. <laughs> so the sergeant. That was a great series, though. It was. It was very good. It was one of the original uh, great cop shows. Thank you for humoring me. Sure. I appreciate that. I'm joined by Brett McGarry and Jeff Braun, the uh, the Couch Potatoes, from CJOB Radio in Winnipeg, hosts of the terrific Critical Reviews show, which disassembles the best and the worst of TV programs, film, and online entertainment, the Couch Potatoes. It's Golden Globes Day today as well. Um, yeah. So why don't you guys take the lead? Where 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 are we going to start? What's What's most significant today? Is it the Golden Globes? Well, as far as the... I guess the Golden Globes are a big deal. It's kind of the, the, the first major awards show that's going to lead to what's essentially quite an exhausting season as we, you know, figure out which one's going to win the Oscar and this movie won that award and this movie won that award. And, and a year from now, we won't be able to remember almost, I don't know, most of the, these movies, period. Very few of them will have that, that lasting effect. I'm always forever looking up to see, well, what won last year? I can't remember. Yeah, and, yeah. and what we'll remember is the political statements that were made. Yeah, that's right. That always ends up being the takeaway from these awards shows. This person said this, and this person did that, and this person made this faux pas, and the hosts were criticized for doing this or saying <laughs> that. And uh, Yeah, I, almost I more bother than it's worth. And whoops, here's another wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> totally right, unplanned. Yeah. And people will, someone's going to get mocked for what they wore. So I'm actually not even going to watch the Golden Globes, partly because uh, simply I'm staying at a place tonight where I have no access to TV. So uh-huh. the decision was kind of made for me. But I'll just get the recap in the morning and find out who won. I hope that Black Panther makes a splash and wins Best Motion Picture Drama. That would be a major statement. It will not win, but I think it's cool that it was nominated. We have a little something from Black Panther right here. Our weapons will not be used to wage war on the world. It is not our way to be judge, jury, and executioner for people who are not our own. 
Not your own. But didn't life start right here on this continent? So ain't all people your people? I am not king of all people. I am king of Wakanda. And it is my responsibility to make sure our people are safe and that vibranium does not fall into the hands of a person like you. Mm. Son? Special, huh? What's that? That's special, that uh, the Black Panther. Oh, it was great. Jeff, you liked that movie too, right? I liked it a lot. It's one of the better Marvel movies. It is weirdly, like special effects-wise and action-wise, it's about the same. They're all about the same. But this one just sort of went another degree further in the, the depth of story and the depth of some of the characters. Yeah, Guys, let me back this right up. How did you get together on this? How did the couch potatoes come about? Couch potatoes started back in, I think, 2006. Six, uh, seven, it, right around the time of the Da Vinci Code. I remember that was one of the first, not the first, one of the first episodes we talked Da Vinci Code. Yeah, so I'm just looking that up right now. So, it, well, it was just because we, yeah, 2006. It was May of 2006. So, and then the spring of 2006, Jeff and I just kind of realized all we ever talked about as colleagues and friends was what did we watch on TV and what movies had we seen. And, and now how can we get paid for doing it? Yeah, so we thought, <laughs> hey, this could actually make for a good radio show and we knew that our boss at the time Vic Grant had been looking for more local programming on the weekend so we pitched him this idea figured he would laugh at us and tell us to get out of his office and he said no go ahead give it a shot so we did and here we are 12 almost 13 years later now we're on in Winnipeg and uh, six other stations Across Canada through uh, the Chorus Radio Network. And you, and you guys are great. You're really great. I mean, there are so many people who, who get into the uh, let-me-do-reviews business, and, and some of it gets pretty stiff. Some of it's funny. Some of it's excellent. Some of it's just stiff. But your approach is different because you, you compare, you share, you, you have fun with it. You make me want to go watch things. And I'm, I'm, I've now become a, a reality TV uh person i like i watch i like to watch life below zero i like to watch these shows from alaska for some reason i don't know why but i i watch these shows that come out of alaska but you make me think about oh yeah i should watch this i should watch that so well good i'm yeah. glad to hear that yeah. the alaska shows sound fun probably because i would imagine they're all somewhat treacherous and dangerous and you sort of wonder can it would i be able to hack it in that kind of a, a climate i do actually i do I keep thinking if I was right? if I was twenty years younger, I'd go out there and uh, you know take a have to take a shotgun to the outhouse. <laughs> I like that sort of thing as well because then it's it's also the sort of thing where you think, well, winter's bad here, but it could be a lot worse. It could be a lot worse. <laughs> what are the shows that you like, both of you, and uh, and where do you maybe uh, sort of cross swords on 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 things? What what, what should we be, as, as consumers be looking at and maybe looking at to enjoy in two thousand nineteen? You mentioned Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and if you haven't seen that, Jeff, that's one of your favorites for sure. It's absolutely one of my favorites. It's a sitcom. Uh, it was developed in part by a guy named Mike Schur, and the, his roster of, film, of TV shows that he's produced either from scratch or f- with someone else is amazing. He was one of the head writers on The Office in its heyday, and then he co-created Parks and Rec, as well as Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and now also uh, The Good Place, which is also on right now. And he's got another show coming up later this year called Abby's about a young lady who starts a bar in her, a bar in her backyard. So he's one of these producer types that anytime his name pops up, I pay attention because his stuff is always funny. And Brooklyn Nine-Nine's back, back from beyond the grave. It got canceled by Fox 
last summer. NBC picked it up two days later, and its season premieres uh, this week on Thursday, I believe. Yeah, that's right. It's super funny. It's it's it, it can, I can understand why some people might be turned off from it because Andy Samberg is funny, but he's one of these like very in-your-face kind of zany actor, and the character that he has created here. It's the same thing, Jake Peralta. It's almost a little too much at times, but it's it's not just a comedy, and it's as it has evolved, it's starting to tackle more and more social issues. But they present it in a way that's not too, like, beat you over the head with our social justice agenda. And most importantly, it's very funny. You laugh out loud a lot during the episodes, and Roy, it's a cop show. It's set in the police precinct. It could be your new cop show. <laughs> be careful out there. I, I'm, I'm going to watch it. I really, I'm going to watch this show, because I'm 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 looking forward to. I used to like I used to like Barney Miller. Well, Barney, Barney Miller was great. Yeah, yeah, great, great. Barney Miller for that too. Abe Vigoda. Yeah, Abe Vigoda. Yeah, fish. <laughs> and uh, on Netflix, Jeff. Um, uh, yeah, you can watch. You could catch up on Netflix, Roy, with the old uh, first six seasons of Brooklyn Nine Nine. I think are still on Netflix. Okay, all right. What about some of the shows that have been around for a while? You know, two, three, four, five years, six years. Are there any that still have uh, have have real legs to them, or do you find that you're after a period of time, regardless of how good the show might have been, it it gets tired because they can't find something new to uh, to really catch your attention? By the time winter ends, all you are going to hear about is Game of Thrones for about three straight months. Really, yeah. Game of Thrones debuts in April, I think April fourth on HBO, and uh, this is a show now that's entering its eighth and final season and i think they're ending it at, at the right time because it's 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 the biggest show on the planet and it wasn't it was gone in 2018 so people are just desperate to see more of it but it's a show that started off like it was an ambitious show to begin with but it's become increasingly ambitious i think they're spending 15 million dollars on each of the final 6 episodes of this series and yeah this is the show that people as far as shows that people talk about now and in this day of where everybody's watching something different on different channels or streaming or whatever. Or different is, times. Yeah, this is the one sort of mass media show that people are going to stand around the water cooler, so to speak, and talk about. I am so pumped for Game of Thrones. Another show that uh, I think it was, it, it was off in 2018 as well is Veep. Yep, because, yeah, because uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus... Uh, stars in the HBO sitcom as the vice president, at least at the start of the series, that's what she was. They took it off last year because she had to deal with her breast cancer, of course, uh, but it will, the final, seventh and final season will start again this spring on HBO, probably close to the same time as Game of Thrones. I don't think they've announced a start date for that yet, but that one is also a awards winner every year, so it'll be a big deal when Veep comes back. So you're talking about TV, you're talking about uh, films, you're talking about streaming, how many platforms do people actually use, and, 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 and where does conventional television fit into all of this? Conventional television fits into this in the sense that it's not good for conventional television because more often than not I hear people talk about what, it, what they're binging on Netflix as opposed to what they're watching on television. That kind of makes me sad because the best TV programming, I think, is still through your traditional TV because there are so many different channels making so many excellent shows. Yeah. That's not to say that Netflix doesn't have good shows, but if you're relying only on Netflix, then you are missing out on a world of 
very good content. But there's Netflix, there's Amazon Prime, there's Crave, which recently amalgamated with the Movie Network, so now the Crave TV app and uh, the Movie Network channels, along with HBO Canada, are essentially one entity. There's the Disney streaming network that's getting ready to launch. Warner Brothers is doing something similar. There are and little nooks and crannies that you would never think of. Facebook, believe it or not, has some original programming. I've never seen it. I've only heard of it. Apparently, Walmart.com does as well, which I <laughs> never, never occurred to me to stream a show on Walmart, but... Honestly, if you got like a, 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 I don't know, a web server that can hold <laughs> a TV show, you can just do it yourself. It's everywhere. That's it. And it's almost impossible to keep track of. It's we, amazing. We do this. We have other full-time jobs in addition to being the couch potatoes, and we can't keep up with it. But I read TV critics who are full-time TV critics. Their literal only job is to keep on top of this stuff, and they can't even keep up with it now. That's amazing. Yeah, there, it really is. There are, there are approximately 500 scripted television shows just in the United States uh, from American providers that people have access to. Wow, talk about a competitive environment. Yeah, hyper-competitive. It's hard to gain a foothold, and everything's becoming so... It's getting to the point now where if I find somebody who happened to watch the same show that I watched... I get so excited because I have someone to talk to yeah. it about. I, I can talk to about it with somebody else rather than just myself. I've even read articles with producers complaining that they've got the idea for a show, they've got a pilot written, they've got the financing, they can't find crew members to shoot it because there's just that many shows in production all the time. You know, you're talking to somebody. When I was a kid, we had two channels yeah. and, and, and rabbit ears. And somebody would always say to somebody else in the room, get up, just get up and go put your finger on the top of that antenna so we can get a more clear signal. <laughs> and they didn't even have a whole day's worth of programming. We didn't, day. no. <laughs> Why yeah, am I laughing? Time. Why am I laughing? Why am I laughing? You guys are so good. So good. Let me take a quick break. When we come back, I want to talk to you about some, uh, some, some movies. Um, the, the, certainly Bohemian Rhapsody. But I went to see uh, Clint Eastwood, last film, that's what he says, Mule. And I really, really, really liked it. And I'd like to have your thoughts on that. We're talking to the Couch Potatoes. They are so good. Brett McGarry, Jeff Braun on the Chorus Radio Network out of our Chorus Radio station in Winnipeg, CJOB. These guys are terrific. So this is the main feed. Every action by every human on Earth is recorded and then sent here to be assigned a point value based on the absolute moral worth of that action. For example, a couple in Osaka, Japan, just decided to have a destination wedding. Negative 1,200 points. Oh, and it's a destination theme wedding. Negative 4,300. The theme's Lord of the Rings. They're basically doomed. So what was that we were listening to, guys? That was The Good Place, which airs uh, Thursday nights on Global. It comes back this week, Jeff, I think. Uh, for like three weeks before it goes away again. Uh, but it's an excellent show set in the afterlife, starring Ted Danson and... Kristen uh, Bell. Kristen Bell. Uh, the, Kristen Bell plays a girl who died, and she goes to the good place, or so she thinks. And uh, it's amazing, and it's a, the most creative sitcom I've ever watched. Yeah, and it's terrifically funny, and just like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I, I believe the first couple of seasons are on Netflix. You can catch up if you haven't seen it yet. And the older I get, the more relevant that gets. Oh, and Ted Danson's in it. He's amazing. <laughs> yeah. National treasure, Ted Danson. National treasure. Uh, Brett McGarry, Jeff Braun, the Couch Potatoes on the Chorus Radio Network. They're my, I guess they're my guests, my colleagues and coworkers. And I'm, I'm really enjoying this. I, you, got, you, you guys bring so much enjoyment. 
to the radio. When I come into the studio before my show on Saturdays, and sometimes Saturdays and, sun- and Sundays, you guys are on, and I sit down and I lean back, it's about the only time I do that, and I listen and I, and I laugh and I enjoy what you're doing, and you're doing exactly the same thing right here. I mean, this is really, you're really, really good. Now, um, yeah, I mean, I, you, know, you don't have to thank me for that. It's just, it's just the way it is. Well, the thing with talk radio is so much of it, you know, concerning the issues of the day, it can get a little negative at times, so and a little bit of a bummer. A lot of the news, of course, says hits the airwaves, so it's fun to have a fun hour here and there. Yeah, so let's talk about the mule, or right. mule, with, with Clint Eastwood. I went to see that. I didn't know what to expect. But I saw Clint Eastwood, I think he's 88 years of age. Yep. He owned the movie. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I felt, though, when it was over, that I had to go home and get a DVD of Dirty Harry. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just so I could see Clint Eastwood as I remember him, you know, as he fired six shots or only five. Well, I'll tell you, in all the excitement, I plumb forgot. <laughs> so have you seen Mule? I saw, I saw a mule. Clint Eastwood is uh, hands down my favorite actor of all time. I actually just watched Unforgiven last night. Uh, so a Clint Eastwood movie is always a big thing for me, especially when he's in it. And I, I, I'm like you. I love the mule as well. I sort of thought he'd be a little crankier in it, but he turned out to be like the fun version of Clint Eastwood, which you don't see on screen a whole lot. Yeah. So that was kind of a pleasant surprise, too. And it was not really predictable. You didn't really know what was going to happen next. No, it was. it took some weird twists and turns. It did, and, uh, yeah. Uh, not the least of which was some of the love scenes in, involving Clint Eastwood at 88 that I really wasn't expecting. But uh, that, that was that was one for the ages there. <laughs> I like the singing in the truck, too. Yeah. It was really good. Okay, so um, where do where, where, oh, yeah, the uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, good, bad, indifferent. Where did you rank that? I thought it was good, and it is nominated at the Golden Globes tonight for Best Drama. It's not going to win. That category will likely be taken by A Star is Born, uh, another excellent film involving music. But I liked Bohemian Rhapsody. I thought Rami Malek did an Im- a very impressive job. And I, the, the best part about that movie was the, the recreation of the Live Aid concert from 1985. Where the, and it was so meticulous. It was almost shot for shot the same show that Freddie Mercury and Queen put on back in 1985. So the way that they were able to to pull that together was super impressive. And seeing it on a big screen in that kind of cinematic context uh, was even better. It just gave me goosebumps the entire time. Very good film. Guys, thank you so much for uh, for the time today. I really, really appreciate it and enjoy it. Brett McGarry, Jeff Braun, The Couch Potatoes on the Chorus Radio Network from CJOB Radio in Winnipeg. I hope you'll come back. Uh, and I urge everybody to listen in and enjoy what uh, what Jeff and Brett put together. You, you guys are great. Thanks, Roy. And hey, don't, don't forget we have a podcast, too. You can find it anywhere you get podcasts. Okay, Couch Potatoes Podcast. Talk to you soon. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.